From the dawning of time, humans have found ways to communicate. Before letters and words were created, the ancient peoples used pictures and images. From the cave drawings of illiterate prehistoric people to the Egyptian hieroglyphs, communicating through visuals hasn't changed over the centuries. It is important to find the right image that tells your story. In our world of open source sharing, finding free images for your website is easier than ever. You can tell your visual story. Hey moms, welcome to another episode of the Life Unboxed blog show, where we talk about all things entrepreneur, from raising your kids to running a business, and the most important one, keeping your sanity. I'm Jody the mom from lifeunboxed.blog, and if you're enjoying this content, definitely please like the video, share with your friends, subscribe to the channel, download the podcast wherever you're listening, and leave a five-star review. This really um, helps uh, to support the channel. It goes it goes a long way, probably more than you realize, um, to support the show. So I would really appreciate it. And remember, if you have a question that you just can't seem to get answered, let me know. I would love to answer your question. Okay, so before we continue talking about our images and finding them, uh, and I am going to give you 15 websites where you can get some very good looking images. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, I will be very clear on the web as to the website and I will try to spell them out for you as well if I think they need to be spelled. But before we get into this, I want to show you something. I am officially published and I am excited to share this with you and to show you what's inside. So you can get this on Amazon. I publish through um, their platform, KDP. So this is called My Little Book of Lies. And at the top, it says, write your heart out. At the bottom, it says, tell a good story. So if you've ever wanted to write a book, this was created with you in mind. So it has pages that are going to help you with come up with your characters and even like a, a little box that you can draw what they look like. Background information, age, birth date, like everything you would need to for a character. You'll have brainstorming pages, brainstorm your story event, your events, um, write the events in order, outline your book. And I know it's kind of hard to see right now. Um, and then you'll get into start writing it. So I will leave the link in the description below, below like I always do. Um, so you can hop on over to Amazon and get your own little book of lies. So I'm excited about that. So just like, uh, I'm going to leave that link in the description below. You can also find, um, all the links that I am going to mention, cause there will be a lot since I'm giving you 15 websites. I'm not going to leave you without knowing where to find them. So, uh, feel definitely 
check out the description below, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on the podcast. So let's get into this. The written word has advanced greatly since these first drawings that we were just talking, we talked about in the intro, but a picture still speaks a thousand words. Think about how you would respond to a story. If you were told a story about a little girl whose family farm was devastated by a horrendous, a horrendous dust bowl, the dust came in so thick it blocked the sun and it kept coming through every crevice of the house. The dust was in her hair, her ears, her nose, and all in her clothes. Their crops were destroyed. And they were forced to leave the land they worked so hard to build on. They labored hard for a better life. And in one moment, everything was destroyed. This is a compelling story. But what if you saw a picture instead? Dorothea Lang. And I'm going to leave a book, um, a kid's book, because we are homeschooling moms. So I'll leave a kid's book uh, for you down in the description below that you can check out. Uh, you may not know her name, but I guarantee you've seen her pictures. So I am going to show you those pictures right now. So Dorothea Lang documented the survivors of the Dust Bowl. And uh, if you, the Dust Bowl was uh, something that contributed to the Great Depression. People were so compelled by the images that they reached out to help these families in the middle of the Great Depression. So she didn't use a thousand words, but one image communicated more than the words ever did. And the result was that people were moved to act. You know, we've come a long way um, from when Dorothea Lang was uh, taking these remarkable photos, but we still need images and we are still compelled by the visual element of an image. So why do you, why are web images for your website so important? Number one is we are highly visual people. So although you are engaged quickly with the story and you remember the information when it's told in the story form, as opposed to in lecture, you actually process information 60,000 times faster than written information. So visual information can be taken in much faster. And I got this stat from Fast Company, and I want to know how they measure that, but that's another story. So uh, graphic design, advertising, art, and any other visual element has always been used to sell products, explain how to use an item, make people laugh or cry, and ultimately evoke an emotional response from the viewer. This is why it is so important to use the right image when you are writing for your website, telling people about your business, or marketing on social media. You can communicate more with one image than with a thousand words. But words are still help. So keep going with me. <laughs> keep going. Let's talk about using images for a moment. 
just because you find it on an image on Google or you find it in the clip art section of your word program, it doesn't mean it can be used. Now I'm not a lawyer, so this is not intended to be legal advice. I want you to make I want to make you aware of the fact that not everything you find on the internet can actually be used. So each image website has their own terms of use. So never assume you know what those terms are. You need to make sure that you actually double check um, what the terms of use are, how you can use the images. Always keep in mind that even if you buy an image, there are still restrictions on it. Uh, I actually find that there's more restrictions with the photo stock sites that I purchase images from than the ones that offer free images. So just keep that in mind. If you're buying the image, there's probably going to be a lot of restrictions on how you can use it. So for example, you may be able to use it on a book cover, but not for a logo. Most sites don't allow you to use any of their images for a logo. Keep that in mind. And also, if you're planning on trademarking your logo, um, even if they are free or uh, like Canva, I know does not allow you to use their elements. Um, to, you cannot, let me rephrase that. You cannot trademark the elements that you got from Canva. So keep that in mind because if you're planning on um, trademarking at some point, you are going to need an original design and you're going to have to pay for it. So that is the sidebar there. But good news is there are tons of websites out there that allow you to use their images free for commercial and non-commercial use, no attribution required, which is awesome. This is a great license. And like I said, there's a number of websites out there that um, allow this use. So jackpot, right? <laughs> jackpot right there. Okay. I'm going to leave a link in uh, the description below for podcast and YouTube. Uh, and it's going to tell you, it's going to give you a little more information regarding terms of service, such as creative commons, uh, royalty free and public domain. Uh, I went through this article and I understand like I deal with all of these licenses with um, a client all the time. So I do understand like these different meanings. Um, so I read this article and I thought it was very clear. It laid it out in um, very good term, uh, very clearly, I should say. So definitely um, check it out. Click that link below and read the article so you get a better idea of the different terms. Okay, so now let's get into it. We're going to talk about 15 places to find free images for your website. Okay, so what I'm going to do, I'm just going to show you my top three instead of all 15, but I have checked out all of these um, websites, kind of even, I used some of them in the process of uh, doing my research as well. So yeah, just have a blast. Find one that you like and that has the pictures in the genre that you're really looking for. Because that's the thing. Sometimes they'll have great pictures for one thing, but that's not what you're looking for. But another, webs another website will have better pictures in the genre you're looking for. So just have fun. Who doesn't love just looking at pretty images on the uh, internet? Okay, 
So the first one is Pixabay, and that's P-I-X-A-B-A-Y for my listeners, and that's Pixabay.com. So this is one of my favorite sites to find free images. They have more than a million images, and I think they're up to they're up to 2.3 now. So there's a lot to choose from, and they offer a license that is free for commercial use, no attribution required. So they do have a what's not allowed section. Remember that. Uh, so be sure to read that as well. Pixabay also has royalty-free music, which I've just recently discovered. So you'll see music. They even have video right here. Yes, we need royalty-free music. And you can use the music for commercial and non-commercial use as well. So as my video editor starts to explore the options that he has, we may get some background music in some of these videos. And yes, for those of you who don't know, my video editor is my 13-year-old son because he can do it better than me. Okay, my next site that I like, is my next go-to site is Unsplash. So the only thing, this site is very similar to Pixabay, and it's unsplash, unsplash.com. So uh, the only thing that I'm kind of, I guess, wary about right now is the fact that it was just recently purchased by Getty Images. And if you know anything about Getty Images, they are a premium stock photography house. We're talking like you're paying $750 for an image kind of um, house. Now, they said that they are still planning on keeping um, Unsplash the way it is, but we all know in business, I keep hitting my coffee cup, sorry about that. We know, we all know in business that as you get, I guess, deeper down into a business model, you may find that something doesn't work. But hopefully they will continue to keep it free for commercial and non-commercial use. Unsplash also has some prohibited uses for their images. So you need to make sure that you read the license for yourself so you know how to use the image um, and how and what not to do with the image as well. So I would... Um, I would hate for anyone, and usually you'll get an email saying cease and desist is kind of like, you know, what you'll get, but who wants to get that? Like, we're all in business, including these artists. We're all trying to do um, the best that we can, whether we have a creative business or we have more of an admin business. It's still a part of us that we are putting into something that we want to succeed at. So it's the same with these artists. So just keep that in mind when you are looking for images, that they are trying to be successful on their own terms, just like you. Okay, and so the third one that I'm going to show you, and then I'm just going to start listing the others. So don't worry, you don't have to write them all down. They will be all linked down below. And I'll just tell you... um. The only one I'm an affiliate with on here is Canva. Uh, so none of these are affiliate links or anything like that. These is this these this post and show is just to give value directly 
to you, give you resources that you can actually use. So that is the whole point of this one. But I will say I have saved the best for last because Canva by far is my absolute favorite tool to use. And this is why I use, I have used Photoshop. I have edited photos in Photoshop. I am not a Photoshop guru, but I can get around, I can get around well enough in it to create a magazine ad, which is something I have done. So I love Canva because it, it kind of just takes all of the, what makes designing in Photoshop so difficult and probably other programs. And it just simplifies it to a uh, drag and drop. And so I love it. I love their templates. Uh, you know, I'm doing, this is a one mom show that I'm doing. So all of my graphics I have to do myself. And so to be able to just go in and grab a template and then change the colors, add a few pictures here and make it my own for my blog is it saves me so much stinking time and they have photos in here that you can use. Um, I did use the free for a while and then I did eventually um, up my game and pay for it. Uh, the free was fine right at first, but then I would say after about a month, maybe a month and a half of using it, um, the images kind of got old that I was using because um, they have free images and then they have premium images. So the premium images you need to pay for or have a subscription. And so I started running out of images that I would actually like to use. And so I went ahead and decided, well, I am using this um, program like for everything. I think it's well worth it to just jump in and pay for it. So this was one of, this is actually, I think one of the first purchases I made on behalf of my blog, aside from, you know, website. This was one of the first purchases I made for my blog. So it is definitely well worth it. A couple of things in mind is to be sure to follow their usage terms. Now they have some very generous terms as far as using it for not for commercial use. Um, you can use it for book covers. Like there's pretty much I'm trying to remember the license when I read it. Um, there's pretty much not too many restrictions. There really isn't. But as I mentioned previously, you can't trademark the images or, and an image also, it's not just a photo. It's also um, artwork that someone has drawn or something like that. So anything, all that stuff is an image. So if you plan to trademark your image or trademark your logo, um, Definitely, I would I would recommend just hiring someone to do that for you. Okay, so I'm just going to show you a couple of things that I've used Canva for, um, maybe to spark your creativity. So if you've ever checked out the Life Unboxed um, merchandise store, I can never say merchandise correctly, um, you'll see tons of designs because I would just hop into Canva with, I have an idea, let me just create this real quick and put it on a t-shirt. So I've had so much fun. So all of my designs in the store have been created in Canva. So a lot of them, cause I was having fun picking out all the shirts. So this one, this is one of my favorite shirts. Let's look at that. 
So it says, that's what I do. I read books and I know things. All of this was designed in Canva. So there's a lot that you can do and it is totally free uh, to use. Okay, and here is another favorite shirt I really like that I made. Uh, step one, coffee. Step two, conquer the world. So just have fun. Hop into Canva and create your heart out. And if you want to shop at the Life in Box store, the link is in the description below. So as I mentioned, the three sites that I just told you about and showed you if you're watching are my go-to three sites from my blog, my client websites, my virtual assistant websites. I've used these three sites for everything. But I do want to give you a few more sites so you have a lot of options. So we're going to go through this list real quick. Okay, the first site is pexels.com. That is P-E-X-E-L-S.com. The next one is stocksnap.io. So stock, snap, as in snap your fingers, dot I Oh, the next website that I want to give you is stock free images and it's just stockfreeimages.com. Then there's everypixel.com and that's the word every and P-I-X-E-L. So everypixel.com. Then there's pick monkey and this is a very similar program to Canva. So if you've tried Canva and you're like, no, nope, this is not my cup of tea, check out PicMonkey. Maybe that one is. So, and that's pick as in P-I-C and then monkey. The next is P-X here. And it's P-X-H-E-R-E dot com. Right. And the next website is free images. Free images dot com and that is images with an s so just make sure you have that the next one is kaboom pics so that one is k a b o o m p i c s dot com then there's freepick.com and that's free and then p i k the next website is Crello. So again, this is another Canva-like program. So if Canva's not Canva is not your cup of tea, check out these other ones. Maybe they are. And it's Crello, and that's C-R-E-L-L-O.com. So this next website that I'm going to tell you about is called New Old Stock, and it actually has black and white vintage uh, photographs that you can use. So if that is kind of your style that you want to go with or um, show, definitely check out this website. So the web address is nos.twnsnd.co. So definitely like <laughs> it's linked in the description below. And finally, we have depositphotos.com. So that is deposit, like deposit money, photos, 
that's spelled just like photos, dot com. I really hope that you have find these resources helpful and have just have fun creating your visual story for your business. There are so many free resources out there. You can really run wild. So if you have a favorite, let me know in the comments below. I would love to hear from you. I am so glad you joined me today. Please, you know what to do. Like, share, all that good stuff. For more mo great entrepreneur content, check out lifeunbox.blog. And be sure to share the podcast and video with your friends. I will see you in the next video. Thank you.